0: Hello, I'm Dr. Izix, and I am Dr. Izix in lots of places online. I co-host a podcast called Watches It Tomorrow uh, with my friend Gepwin. Uh, I also do YouTube sometimes, and uh, I'm really happy to be here. I go by he, him pronouns, and I play Edimar Gloom, who also goes by he, him pronouns, who is some sort of bird person who is uh, a little bit of a bard, uh, a little bit, uh, a little bit spooky sometimes, but,
1: you know. Hello, I am Gepwin. You can find me as Gepwin Anywhere Online. I do video game YouTube stuff and co-host the Watchers of Tomorrow podcast with Dr. Izix, where we talk about Star Trek and other sci-fi related media things. I play Edwin Stone Talon, the strig fighter hunter dude, who's a stout owl person who just loves to hit stuff with dual wielding, and that's about as far as my thought process goes.
2: I am Jen. You can find me as just Jen on Twitter. I play on Monday nights on TTRPG Academy in Faerûn Reborn. Uh, here I play Zahao Maldwin. He's a Vulpen Sage cleric, um, kind of a shadow cleric. And he's um, a little bit prissy and, um, you know, doesn't
3: like to get dirty. And I am Crest. I am the Dungeon Master for our journey into the Humblewood. I hope you like it with us. The party sought to finally put an end to the bandit menace, plugging the wood and Alderheart. Infiltrating the, um, stronghold, the party made their way up to the highest tower, where they encountered Bena Saradin, the bandit leader. Capturing her and instigating a hostage situation as they fled, they eventually made it back to the city of Alderheart, and the party pleaded for Bena's life, so that way they go into a new direction. Um, and it is in the aftermath of that that we start. It's been a few days since the meeting where you pled on Banna's behalf. Um, the council agreed to provide aid to the humble folk who have lost their homes to the fires. The bandit coalition, surprisingly, kept control of the fortress. Bena being in jail, though, had to appoint a new leader for the coalition, and the council is working with said leader. Um, The criminal elements of the coalition have now been put to an end, and the organization that is is now turning into a relief network. Between the coalition's supply networks and Alderheart's resources, things are being greatly improved. And the Burkeville Council has also recently released a new decree. They will become the Humblewood Council, and new representatives from major Humblefolk Villages and the regions and within heart itself, will be added to their numbers. And, as in the aftermath of all that, Benna, somehow, has sent the party a gift. They have given her, I mean, she has given them her sword, a blade of the wood. So that's the first treasure that all of you can look up in items and equipment and decide which one of you wants it. In addition to that, regardless of how the party dealt with this, the Alderites will remember them as the ones who save their city by ending the threat of the Bandit Coalition. With the their halted by the party's efforts, the council will gladly send for a continent of purse guard to Meadowfen with much needed supplies, which is what the party was originally supposed to do. And word of your good deed has spread throughout mm-hmm. all of Alderheart, and as such, the wood now recognizes you by your new title, the Defenders of Alderheart. In addition to this, the council is also giving you some other things. 1,310 gold pieces to be divided between you three. A rough map of the crest of the mountains you guys went through, and along with a penicill... Ugh. A map of the peninsula to the northeast. And Benna's blade of the wood has said so. So go ahead and sort out your treasure.
0: So uh, how much gold was that again?
3: 1,310. Sheesh.
2: All right. That's pretty
3: good. Yeah. <laughs> it has to be divided between you three, though. But still...
0: Mm-hmm. But there's going to be one gold left over between us.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, yeah. and, well, uh, I know. I'm still thiefiest? having technical difficulties, but uh...
1: <laughs> I think that I, I I I tend to think that I tend to think that Ed that Edward would probably sneak a gold piece. <laughs> Seems likely. <laughs>
3: Edward or Edwin? Because we have two edges.
1: The crow, the thieving crow. Edemar! (laughs) Edemar! There you go.
3: Edemar. It's been a while since we've done Humble. Ed,
1: Ed, and Eddie. (laughs) So we all get 436 if we're ignoring that extra gold piece.
3: Okay. That's Um, a lot. Don't worry about the map. You guys have it. That's enough. But um, the final thing, the Blade of the Wood, who takes it?
1: Yeah, I'm reading through that. Let's see. A finally crafted sword with dedicated etchings. It resonates with the faint hum of life. Gain plus one bonus to attack and damage rolled mage with the magic weapon. Sword has two charges. Expend a charge and speak the command word to cast Spike Growth. DC16 <laughs> centered on <laughs> yourself can pass through... You can pass through this terrain unaffected. Retains one charge each day at dawn. It's a 1d6 slashing weapon with a +1 to bonus attack. I guess the thing is, it's not finesse. So, am I the only strength-based character?
2: Probably. I mean, I am. I am a cleric, but I don't think I'm strong. I only have a. Well, I have a +1 in strength, but yeah, I. I'm a cleric. I don't really fight as much with uh, weapons, so I don't. I don't want to start I'm argument
1: pretty smart, that I would so... yoink that for the party.
2: Because <laughs> yeah, I, I I don't think I would use it. I have a quarter staff, but. Um...
1: 26 slashing, simple melee weapon, rare. It is a simple weapon, but yeah, it's a strength-based them. weapon. Sword. Okay, and if, if, you, no, one objects, if yes. no one objects, I will yoink the sword.
2: Yeah, I was going to say, I don't need to take it, but so definitely it's not something I have a, a heart for needing or wanting. <laughs> I like things yeah, that make ahead, my
1: probably. AC get higher. <laughs> uh, let's see. I guess it makes sense. It's slightly lower damage than my other weapons, but it does have the magic effect and plus one.
0: Yeah. Plus one is always
1: done. Okay. I will yoink it. Cool.
3: Okay. So.
1: You for some guys, reason okay. I went into my equipment, but not my armor tools. Let's see.
3: <laughs> you guys have, you guys are staying in Alderheart for a while. You guys have three, di- well, above game, you guys are going to have three days di- before I start throwing the next thing at you guys. And as you guys, like, go around Alderheart, you do see that there has been a lot of change, because you see flags of the larger, humble oak sediments in the wood also on the council buildings. And there is political maneuvering and so on and so forth, but most importantly, you guys have three days to decide how you want to do things, of downtime. In addition to this, as you guys wander the market, who should you see but Susan of the Swamp? who has set up an altar heart from time to time and will be selling things. She has a Pearl of Power for selling, a Potion of Healing, a Lantern of Revealing, a Potion of Greater Healing, a Ring of Feather Falling, a Potion of Animal Friendship, a Potion of Feather Fall, a Potion of Resistance, Oil of Stickiness, Oil of slipperiness, and she will also tell fortunes. (laughs) Oh wait. The, po- the pearl lantern and ring is in what's in Eliza's shop. Whoops, sorry. Looked at the wrong things. Whoops.
0: Oh, well, I'm still uh, at the very least uh, interested in potions of healing.
3: So, yeah, you guys have shopping. You can also gamble if you should so choose. You can also um, buy things. In addition to this, um, Susan, if you don't want to buy it with gold... Um, Ingredients, you can also trade ingredients for it, but I don't think any of you have any of the ingredients needed, so yeah, it's pretty much gold. Uh, oh, uh, so... How downtime. much for those
0: uh, potions of healing?
3: They're all 50 gold pieces each. But, um, let's do this... Uh... I don't want to say by the book, but let's do this in a bit of an orderly manner. So, day one of downtime, we'll do it like we did in Choices, where you have about... Mm, Three sections each day to do the thing. We'll start with you, Izzy. What is Edamar up to? All
4: right.
0: Well, uh, since I see uh, Susan around, I'll uh, go uh, visit her and uh, look into those uh, healing potions first off. And uh, also uh, catch up and uh, chat and see what's up, what's new.
3: (laughs) Susan is doing great. The mayor is not being a pain in the butt. Potions of healing are 50 gold pieces each. She also has um, Potions of Greater Healing for 100 Gold Pieces, Animal Friendship for 50 Gold Pieces, Featherfall, 50 Gold Pieces, Resistance, 100 Gold Pieces, The Oil of Stickiness is 50, The Oil of Slipperiness is 50, and A Fortune Being Told is 1 Gold Piece.
0: I think I'll uh, get uh, one of Resistance and uh, one of Normal Healing.
3: Okay, go ahead and add a potion of healing and a potion of resistance to your inventory and mark up 150 gold. Okay, I'll,
0: I'll take a few moments here because it's still loading up, but uh, I'll also uh, ask for my fortune to be read too. I'll, I'll use my uh, the one extra gold piece for that.
3: Does the party know you took the one?
2: <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> I don't know. Do they?
3: I'm not going to make you well for it. It's funny for the joke. <laughs> Fortune, right. four, four, one, five, two, one. Okay, sorry about that, just had to make a note of it.
2: It does not tell me what potion oh, oh that's acid resistance. Nice why.
3: Okay. Elamar. <clears throat> Susan waves her hands over her cauldron and she huffs in some of the smoke, which you have to wonder if if that's part of the magic or you don't know what. But anyways, her eyes go wide and she goes trance like and she says Hear the crackling of embers. I feel much sorrow, much regret. The crashing of earth. And then she comes back to herself.
0: That's kind of omin- ominous. There. <laughs> uh, thank you.
4: Hmm. That was Chris not Susan. One.
0: Yes. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I'll, I'll thank you for our time and uh, get on with my next bit of my day.
3: Okay. Part one of the day. Uh, Edwin or that which one of you wants to go first?
2: Well, I'm going to go ahead and buy two more potions of healing. I'll get the greater healing. Okay. And no. those were 100 each, you said? Yeah, right? they're
3: 100 each. Okay. What's this a Greater
2: healing. Okay. 200. And I'll go ahead with the, um, I'll, I'll do a reading too, just cause.
3: 201. Okay. After Edamar leaves, you wander up and buy potions of greater healing from Susan and a fortune. Much like Edamar did in, in earlier, she huffs, she waves <laughs> her hands over her cauldron and huffs the smoke. And she goes into a trance. And she says, Blue and green. I see them bickering. I see fire winding its way through the grass. A hissing sound. And then she comes back to herself.
2: Okay, that's creepy. (laughs) I don't like fire. (laughs) All right, I think that's all I need to do. And
1: now. Alright, I also will go shopping.
3: (laughs) Where are you going shopping?
1: (laughs) Uh, Same. I will get the potion of... I will get a potion of greater healing, which I need to add to my pack. Where did my equipment go? go. Potion of greater healing, and I want that potion of animal friendship. Next time, I shall befriend the kitties.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So, 150. Okay.
1: Okay, so I can add... Come on, add things. So, Potion of Greater Healing and Potion of Animals' Friendship.
3: Okay. Sorry to our audience, today might be just a lot of um, downtime activity before we get to the good stuff. <laughs> um, okay, part errand two of the day. What do you guys want to get out to?
0: Well, I think it's uh, high time uh, I visited Eliza again.
3: Okay. Eliza's doing good. The shop looks a lot better. She's been fixing it up a lot. Some things have come and gone so while she still has the general store thing, her inventory has changed from last time. The deed is gone. The spellbook is gone. The figurine is gone. I can't remember how many of you actually bought that or, or not, but there it is. Anyways, it's, um, aside from the general uh, store goods, she has a Pearl of Power for 300 GP, a Lantern and Revealing for 300 GP, and a ring of feather fall for 500 gp hmm.
0: uh what does the uh, the pearl of power do exactly
3: um spare spell slot basically you can look it up in the items if you want hmm. that's very tempting actually
0: mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> uh let me actually have a look at this here Well, it's in person can use extra action speakers command uh, so, gain one uh, extended spell slot. Or expanded sl- slot. If you ex- uh, expanded s- slot was uh, fourth level or higher, new slot is third level. Uh, once you have to uh, use that pearl, you can't be used again until the next dawn. I think I'll go ahead and buy that. Is
3: okay. Said 300? Yes. Yoink. Okay. And if that's it, then we move on to our next person, and we might as well just do this as we've been doing it. Zhao, what are you up to?
2: I'm probably following right along with you. Okay, right as you buy your
3: pearl in Wonder Zhao.
2: Yeah, how much was that pearl again?
3: 300, but she only had the one, I'm sorry.
2: That's okay, (laughs) I was just checking, you never know. Um, Does she carry shields by any chance?
3: She has. She is the general store thing. So yes. Um, let me Google. Let I me mean, not Google. Let me look at yeah. the player's handbook. How much a uh, shield is on the D&D Beyond? Because
2: I have just a regular one, but I'd like to get like a plus one or a plus two, something like that. Oh, you're
3: just in a plus two.
2: I'm. I'm looking for a little bit better of a shield than I've got. Mm.
3: Uh, let me see. Sorry about this.
2: You know, might as well bump up my AC a little.
3: Yeah, plus one. Oop. Oh, it's in the basic world, not the player's handbook. Delete. Where's armor? Armor. Tools, no. Am I
0: By the oh, way, it uh, is, it's good that you took the sword. My strength is eight, so. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Yeah, the sword gives me a plus eight to hit, all things considered.
2: Oh, nice. That's much better than even I would have got, for sure. So, yeah.
3: (laughs) Sorry about this, gang. Uh... No, it's not there. Two, Hold on, maybe D and W. It's
2: shard. in That's... the shard, yeah. but they all uh, shield plus one, plus two, or plus three. It says ten GP, but I'm like, ah, uh, that doesn't yeah, make sense no. to me that right. they would all be the same. <laughs> so yeah, no.
3: <laughs> Sorry about this. <laughs> Sometimes parts of D and D is looking up stuff.
2: <laughs> yeah.
3: Okay. A plus-one item is a magic item, mm-hmm. of that I'm certain, so let me look up uh, in the DMG how much magic items cost, and then I'll modify it accordingly, because I know that can be a little, uh, a little shitty. Turn my French.
1: Say <laughs> the 20, these things like start at a thousand okay. and go up from there. <laughs>
3: According to this, a plus one shield is in common, so the value starts at 100 and goes to 500, so because of the nature of how much I place the Pearl of Power at, I am going to say it's 250.
2: 250 for the plus one? Yes. Okay. I will take it. Um, Okay, dokie. And I will just, um, can I sell my old shield? Sure. (laughs) For 10? For 10? Yep. That's fair. I will do that. Mm, I think that's all I need right now.
3: Okay, and, uh, Edwin.
1: Okay. I guess, would someone be likely to, like, is the same person likely to sell just generic armor?
3: uh i think eliza might be of, in the market what are you looking for
1: i was kind of seeing if i could possibly wait that doesn't make any sense sorry i was trying to look up what the next tier up of armor was and i thought it was a breastplate but it seems like the ac is lower than my chainmail, which doesn't make any sense
0: <laughs> don't mind me i'm just shuffling my books
4: you're fine
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: Oh, get some armor out of this. No, that's GURPS Ultratech. That's okay. not quite enough.
1: Let's
3: see. Edwin, you are currently using a chainmail. Okay. The next one up is scale mail for forty. Breastplate for I mean scale mail for fourteen. Sorry, that. Best plate for fourteen. Mm-hmm. And then half plate for fifteen. I Absolutely. wear scale mail, Should, so yeah. That's medium armor though. Medium. Are you looking for heavy nope. armor?
1: Uh maybe yeah, what's the first tier of heavy armor? I need to see what I can afford here. Uh well you're already at chain mail 14. for sixteen.
3: Uh the next one up is splint and then plate. Splint is seventeen, plate is eighteen. But um plate is over a thousand gold. Yeah,
1: I figured. What about the splint?
3: Splint is two hundred.
1: Okay I would go for a splint
3: So, fair warning you will be okay. doing stealth with disadvantage oh
1: mm-hmm. uh, yeah but I get advantage I get to take advantage on stealth if we're hiding in a forest
0: <laughs> <So>
4: <laughs>
0: Just make sure to always be in a forest <laughs> I'm
1: not mm-hmm. exactly a stealth character okay. I don't think we are
3: <laughs> so Zao, after you buy your shield from behind you who comes along Edwin who's like do you also sell armor? <laughs> <laughs>
0: well, I'm for... just sitting nearby and, you know, uh, <laughs> looking at my magical pearl. <laughs>
3: <laughs> okay, nice. so we get that dealt with. Um, Aaron 3 wow. of day one. What do you guys want well, to do? how much was... 200.
1: 200, right. And then I can... Oh, actually, can I sell my chain mail back?
3: How much? Does it say? Oh, wait, it's right here. 75, apparently. Okay.
0: Yeah, i
1: got some armor to sell as well, don't I? So minus 125 then. And I can get rid of my, dump my chain mail and upgrade to splint mail.
3: Alrighty. Part three.
0: Uh, wh- 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 While I was at Eliza's, do you, uh, do you mind if I uh, sell off these uh, spare leather armors I got?
3: Go ahead. How many do you have? i got two. Two, two down. Leather, 20 gold, for the boat.
0: Awesome. And dump that!
3: Alrighty, part three. Uh, third verse, same as the second. Edamar, what are you, you up to?
0: Well, I think I want to go entertain somewhere.
3: Okay, so you're playing for the crowd. Okie dokie, let me look up um performing on xanathar's card Everything, I think. Sorry about this, like I said, today it's going to be a lot of downtime and then we us. will get to <laughs> the fun stuff eventually, but for the moment. Uh downtime activities, da 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 training, buying a magic cut. No. Frozen, maybe? I
0: think it uh, count uh working, but
3: That's true.
1: If he's gonna be performing at the pub pub or something, that's where I was gonna go. So I'll be there at the same time and I can pump him up to the other guests.
3: Uh, yeah, there <laughs> it is. You're right, it's working. Okay, uh, go ahead and give me a performance check.
0: We'll do a performance. I got a 24 in total. One
3: second while I look at your roll. 24, okay. 25 gold. Nice. Okay, that's your evening. Um, now, what do you have to?
2: I don't really have anything else I want to or need to be doing, so probably just listening to you.
0: <laughs> okay, you could always do crimes.
4: <laughs>
2: do crimes. He <laughs> doesn't do <need> crimes. <laughs> He, me I, I'm like, I'm I'm not like that. <laughs> <laughs> I, I might be a woman, but mm, yeah, no,
1: no.
3: <laughs> okay, Edwin. Same, or do you have something in mind?
1: Uh, I'm going to be at the pub. I think I'll be at the bar just b- b- having drinks and listening to general city gossip. Hmm.
3: Ah. <laughs> Investigation.
1: Investigation. I think I'm very bad at that. I got a nine.
3: is very loud.
1: I'm very much banging my goblet to the tune. Ah! <laughs> the
4: loot sounds will drown
1: out everything! More badly as the night wears on.
4: <laughs>
2: yeah. <laughs>
3: brilliant oh okay. okay day two of downtime what do you guys want to do
0: somebody else go first <laughs>
1: <laughs> i had a thing that i forgot i was going to look into yesterday since apparently i'm just spending all of my gold <laughs>
2: yeah we're like go, we're broke now
1: <laughs> I'm, go- that, I'm going to go look at that ring of feather fall that was 150 right
3: one second while i back track up no, it's five hundred gold.
1: Five hundred? Oh, I thought I remembered that wrong. Then I can't even begin to afford that even before. So oh, never hold mind. Hold on,
3: let me go back. For all I know, maybe I jucked the prices up accidentally. One sec. Let me scroll back to the book of oh, employee. One sec, because for all I know I could have. Yeah, no, the ring of other oh, falling. Actually, if anything, she lowered the price on it.
1: All right, no. not worth for what I was gonna do <laughs> with it anyway. So.
3: Okay, so you just went back to check the price on the ring, and it yep. was like, nope. Yeah. Okay, Zav, That's you're up. Too much for
2: me too. Um, I don't know. Is there anything we need to look at for research, anything like that? Because I could go do something like that. Um, no, I no research currently. We already, yeah, know everything we need to know. So I don't know, wander around the town just looking at the shops and just greeting people if I see them that I know anything. Yeah.
0: You should go pit fighting.
2: No, I'm not going to go. Is that a thing we can do? It actually is I might thing go. I don't watch it. Uh, I'll go. I'll go watch the pit fighting. <laughs>
4: I know what yeah. I'm doing for Just the rest yet. of
3: the day. <laughs> um. Okay. Uh. That has nothing to do, I guess. Also, so. Uh, I'll
2: go watch pitch pit fighting because yeah, that's awesome. Well, we can awesome. do
3: it later. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Mark, yeah. Your turn. Well. <laughs> All
2: right. I think
0: uh, early in the day, I'll uh, start with some gambling. Actually. Ooh.
3: <laughs> Gonna gamble. Sorry about that, I'm making my notes because I'm trying to be a good DM. (laughs) Gambling. Okay.
2: I do not believe I am good at gambling. IRL or (laughs) in-game.
3: I believe that
0: one's
2: three checks?
3: Yeah. Insight, charisma, insight, deception, or intimidation. And you also need um, to have um, proficiency with the tools in question, which I don't think you have.
0: Scratch. never Ooh. mind then. Um, hmm. Um. Uh, well,
3: which is weird because I think you've gambled before and I'm one, but I can't really remember. Yeah, you I did. They all did.
0: Eh. Maybe it was just dice. <laughs> Somebody else something. paper, scissors. All right, uh, in that case, I think Edamar is going to uh, get up to some crime because that's just how he feels like (laughs) right now.
3: (laughs) Be gay, do crime. Sorry about that. I (laughs) thought I heard a high pitched noise. Um, Edamar, what are you doing again? Sorry about that.
0: He's doing crimes.
2: (laughs) Uh, We're going to have to go bail you out of jail later, aren't we? You need these
3: tools for the record, mar- including proficiency with them, so you can't do crime. Trat. Right.
0: Um, <laughs> well, in, in that case, uh, I'll, I'll, uh... Hmm. I'll, I'll do a bit more uh, performing then.
3: Go ahead and roll me performance on.
0: To, to, uh, total of 20.
3: Okay. You oh. get a comfortable lifestyle, so one second while I, um... Look up what that means in the handbook again. It should be starting up. Um, where is it? Sorry about this, gang. I know it's a bit slow. It's a
2: Sunday. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Indeed, it is a Sunday. And I most of my morning comatose.
2: I did too. Well, trying to sleep anyway. <laughs> Working nights has kind of got my schedule all weirded out. Oof. Yeah, I work only a couple nights a week, too, so that's an interesting thing. <laughs> and it's on nights I have games. So I'm always up before I have to work playing.
3: Ah, okay. I see. Um, Edmar, your good work has secured your party more time at the end. Excellent. Nice. Sorry, but you need to get over 21 to actually earn gold for that. Sorry.
2: <laughs> of course. <laughs> yeah,
0: saving us a few bucks on uh, stays are good as well.
2: Mm-hmm. Okay. You might get tips. Who knows? <laughs> and we go to a party.
3: People two. buy you drinks. And I do believe Edwin said he wanted to do pit fighting. Pit fight.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'll go watch that. <laughs>
3: Um, it says one work week but that's boring so i'm just gonna say it'll just take the rest of the day so if the rest of the party agrees just to, wants to do this then yeah Definitely. yeah sure okay why
2: not that'll be fun to just yeah the watch one shouldn't three. help because i can cast guidance on you but <laughs> <laughs> you before you go out and say good job you could do this so only that's get it what for the
4: first check though
2: I know, but I'm still doing it, so you get one D4 on your first check or whatever that you have to do, so...
3: Okay. <clears throat> uh, athletics or acrobatics for your first check?
1: Oh, don't get to use strength. Athletics, then.
3: <laughs> yeah.
1: Athletics, 11.
2: Plus, you get to roll a D4, if Oh, yeah, like. for my so... first thing.
1: Good. D4, 11 plus... Four. Four! Woo! So 15.
3: Give
2: me one second while I hold
0: something. Not bad. Just make sure you don't come up against Linda, a character I had in uh, another campaign. She (laughs) had a plus 11 to athletics, so. Oh, (laughs) jeez.
4: 15,
3: you said?
1: Yeah, 15 altogether.
3: You don't make the DC, so that's zero, sec- <sighs> so that's one, um, oh. so that's not a success. Uh, second check, this time, you said you did athletics last time, now you need to do acrobatics.
1: Oh no, oh, no. acrobatics is my less good one.
2: <laughs> We're all good.
1: That's a six, that's not good. No,
2: that's not good. We're watching you get beat down in the game. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! <Uh-oh. laughs> uh, oh my gosh.
0: Edwin, and... move faster!
2: Yeah, <laughs> get out of the way. Don't just stand there and get <laughs> you can
3: either do, And for the final check, you can do a constitution check. That You can also add... Um, what's your hit die?
1: My hit die is a d10.
3: Okay, so con check plus 10, or you can attack with one of your weapons.
1: Uh, let's see. Con plus 10. So my con's plus three, or I can attack with... Yeah, you know but I just got this new thing. Why don't I attack with my new blade? Yeah, all I right. see what it does. <laughs> okay, so that's just a normal attack, Roll the yes. hit.
3: Dirty 20. Ooh. That's a success. Ooh. Ooh,
4: ooh, ooh. <laughs>
3: okay, you have an off day at doing all this pit fighting, though. In your final match, you do have one success, so 50 gold to your inventory.
2: Ooh, nice. Nice.
3: Way to go. And that's day two. Day three. Stop
1: that. Three.
3: <laughs> As you guys are wandering through the market of Elderheart, you come across a scene because there is a crowd in the market. You see two people. One second while I navigate to the NPC chart so I can describe the most to you. <clears throat> The first one is a Gallus. He's, he, he's a Hugh Gallus, so he's brightly colored. And the other one is a um, Luma, a sable Luma, with ruby gray feathers and a short beak. And they are both wearing the uniform of the Tenders, the organization dedicated to helping out our heart. The Gallus stands on a crate in the market square trying to catch the touch of the passing crowd. The fires are spreading more and more by the day. We need to help quell the blaze. Please, join with the tenders and help us heal our wound. As he speaks, a shy-looking Sable Luma stands awkwardly really to the side of him. I don't he be taking much interest in the gotta speak, and some of them are openly derisive. How about, um, what do you guys do? Hmm.
0: What do you think of this, everyone?
2: Yeah, very interesting. Um, I guess, should we go and see what's up?
4: Uh, I
0: would
1: not object. Aren't the fires what we were doing something about before? Yeah.
3: Are these things still going? You guys cleaning up an aftermath of that.
0: (laughs) Mm, To have the fires still raging, though, it's quite stressing.
1: Mm. Already set fire to one fort.
2: Yeah. (laughs) Well, part of it. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, uh, we can see what assistance we
3: can lend. Okay. As you approach, the Gallus recognizes you, and he introduces himself as Havel of the Autumn Moon. And the Luma is called Tever of the Spring Path. Havel recognizes you guys as the defenders of Alderheart, and informs them that he had a friend in the caravan attack last month to survive thanks to their efforts. The bandit thing that started with the whole attacking Alderheart.
0: Yes. No, oh, no problem. Um,
2: you know, it's, it's good to help out. Any assistance we can lend, please let us know.
3: Taber looks nervous and says, Well, Havel's kind of. Well, first, before we get there, Havel says he wishes he could help the people like you do, but he's kind of has a bit of a frail constitution. And then Taber, being nervous, says, he, You wouldn't be so quick to help if you've been to the Scorch Grove and then he looks at the party and says things have been very difficult there for the tenders many of us are being injured or worse due to monitor activity and then hobble's like are you still worried about being summoned by the council and Tevor just looks away inside check
4: yeah, yeah
0: there's something a little funky
2: 22.
3: Now are you gonna? Get
2: him yep, I'm looking for it. It's <laughs> like, where's my button? Twenty one.
3: Tevor is lying. There is something he is not telling Havel, and mm-hmm. Tevor, And before you guys could say anything, Tevor leaves.
4: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
3: Havel is just staring after him. Do you guys do anything?
0: Um, I'll go ahead and follow Tevor for now. And I uh, say I'll...
3: you lose track of him pretty quickly. Oh. Huh. oh. Hmm. Trapped, and all that hmm. in the marketplace.
0: Oh, I'll come back. <laughs> but in the meantime, what, what are you two
2: doing?
1: <laughs> My friend seems very worried about something.
2: Yeah, yeah. What, what, what's that about?
3: Zao, persuasion check.
2: Both of us. <laughs> Just Zao. Hopefully. Just Zao. Uh-huh. You're going to do better than me. 14. <laughs> I have a minus one. Oh. I'm. <laughs> the 12.
3: You did it. Oh, yay. <laughs> Havel says, Tevar, um, kind of got attacked by an unknown monster that's apparently been hunting the tenders in the Scorched Grove. Tevar doesn't talk about it much, but apparently his instructor died. And then Havel will, like, look at a clock mm. and go, oh, oh, God's above, I'm late. And then he looks at you and says, oh, look, I see you all again. We're supposed to be attending cancel chambers tomorrow. And then he runs off.
0: Oh. Oh. Be well. Oh.
3: And smash cut to day four. Dun, dun, dun. The party enters the council chambers and they are met with an unusual sight. It is filled with people. Bird folk, humble folk, tender and even a few from people from beyond the wood have assembled here. Although they're clamoring over each other, their pleas are desperate. Some are urging for an immediate removal of all tenders from the grove before moral lives are lost. Some are calling for a mobilization of the purge guards to meet the monster head on. It seems everyone has an opinion and is fighting to be heard. Tever and hobble are here as well, standing patiently onto the side of the rabble. After you guys enter, though, the, the clamor comes down when Bita, the familiar luma you've met before, raises her feathered hand. The silence falls, and it is almost overwhelming. When she speaks, it is not with a booming voice or harsh language. It is a tone of command and respect. Thank you all for hearing our summons so quickly. The wood is in great need, and many of our tenders have already paid the dearest price to protect it. We hope you will hear our plea and offer us your aid in this most dire of circumstances. So... Sh- Speaker Beta continues by saying, Clouds of Emberbats in larger numbers have never been seen, which you guys have also come across. She speaks uh-huh. of strange fire creatures being sighted in the wood and how they have injured many travelers. And in addition to this, there are reports of lots of missing tenders and of a huge unknown creature stalking the ash plains of the grove. Something is, must be done, and that's why she called forth the defenders of Alderheart. And then she brings Tevor up to the stand because he was the most recent ender to encounter the massive beast in the grove. Tevor steps forward and he talks about seeing the plane ash of the plane seeds up as if something was burrowing underneath them. The crater never broke the surface, but he wasn't able to get a good look at it. Tevor said it did get his instructor, though, as he was sucked underneath the ash and Tevor kind of had to run away. And after that encounter, and after ugh, that explanation, Tevor is very clearly shaken, and Hava places a hand on his shoulder. And it just occurred to me that I can actually show you guys what Tevor and Hava look like.
4: Okay. Hooray!
0: Hey. Nice. Okay.
3: Pretty birds. Hold on yes. a second. There's a way I can zoom in on this, but I can't remember how.
2: Well, we can manually zoom in on our own screens, too. Oh, Scroll wheel. At least I can. I I know I can (laughs) because my phone allows me to enlarge anything. (laughs) Mostly.
1: They look pretty big to me.
3: Pretty birds. One sec. Hold on. This is going to drive me crazy until I figure it out again. I could have sworn I remembered how. Uh. No, that's not it. Oh, well. Sorry about that. I can
0: can zoom in with the uh, scroll wheel. Uh,
3: Yeah, there's that. Um, okay. mm This one right here is Havel, the one I'm moving, and the other one is Tever. Okay. <clears> okay. <throat> Tever will then proceed to point out on a map where this most recent sighting took place. Beta will also tell you about how the grove is a dangerous place, and she'll ask Havel because he's apparently hired the attenders to look for someone to guide the party. And right after that happens, Tever will raise his hand to speak. as clear as he's conflicted, but he will guide the party if, you will, if you're willing.
0: Okay. Well, uh, I I think I'm willing to help out the, uh, you, know, the you know everyone once more. How about you two?
2: Yeah.
1: Point me at this new monster that I can fight.
4: <laughs>
1: I shall hunt in- the rare and unique creatures and sell their skins for glory.
0: <laughs> yes, you. No, if it's right. underground, how do we know it even has skin?
3: I love Edwin so much. Oh, I shall sell
1: their muscles <laughs> and their bones or the very
3: fire itself okay so people no, okay. are looking at Edwin at the bloodthirsty owl person
2: and so uh, is just pinching the bridge of his nose shaking his head slightly like oh my gosh
0: <laughs> and Edamar is looking perplexed but enthusiastic <laughs>
2: Okay. All yeah, right. we will help.
3: So, you guys are going to do that. at starting tomorrow. And as you leave, give me a history check from all three of you. History. Natural 20, thou.
2: Nice.
3: As you guys <laughs> walk back speculating about this, Zao and Edwin, and Edamar I should say, your mind drifts back to some a story you once heard a very long time ago. About one that's been passed down among the tenders. <clears throat> about the ash plane about the scorched grove. Long ago, birdfolk thought they could stop forest fires from devastating the wood by using powerful otherworldly magics. But the plan backfired. Their magics only fueled the flames, and the grove was consumed. By the grace of the Amarinthi, the gods above, the birdfolk were able to lull the blaze into a quiet slumber the flames were contained, the action of balancing the elemental forces of the wood for generations. That is why only gentle magics are used to use the help the Earth heal. With nature, the slow way is the right way. That's been passed down among the tenders. So, go ahead and long rest, everybody, and we start a new day. Tavern is accompanying you, so let me get rid of... Let me get... move Hovel off the map. Okay. <clears throat> to get to the Scorch Grove, the party will need to head back towards Winnowing Rage. They continue west until the road near the southern edge of the grove. While this is the easiest path, it will take four days to arrive the location where Trevor lost all the beast. If the party takes the long road, they are not at risk of an encounter. Alternatively, the party can take a more direct approach to the forest by going towards the northeastern edge of the grove, very near to where the beast was last spotted. So, which route do you want to take, the direct approach or the long road?
0: Well, it's riskier, but, you know... Dealing with this sooner rather than later is perhaps, you know, for the best. So, I'm willing to go the shorter path myself. Uh, how, how about you two?
2: Might as well. I mean, A short path no.
1: gets us to the enemy, and if we meet enemies along the way, my new blood, my new blade, thirsts for blood.
0: <laughs> uh, uh, are you sure that that blade's not cursed or something? You seem to be very, very. Uh, Extra bloodthirsty of late.
1: I haven't noticed.
4: (laughs) (laughs) Okay.
3: And it is just kind of laughter that Tever guides you along, and after two days going the direct route, you guys emerge. Well, actually, you guys um, make your way through the um, forest. One of you has the nest charm, I think. So finding a safe place to sleep isn't a big deal. Yep. Um. So yeah. While you're making, and then after two days, while making your way through the tranquil forest, you see what looks to be a blazing fire off in the distance. And then as you approach and look at the fire, you notice the flames have taken on a bird-like form, resembling a Weebum Corvum. Hold on one second, while I ch- change um, the map.
0: Fire of bird shape. <laughs>
3: no, that's not it. Where is my up? Oh there. One second. Turn the grid on. and Un- Clear all the fog. Follow uh-huh. characters. Add the map. Make some of the tippers in the front. Okay. <clears throat> you guys see the flaming um, visage of Corvum of some sort. And hold on one second, because this is going to bug me unless I figure out how to uh, cause I know for a fact that I, I asked how to... Hold on one second. Oh, one Oops. Sorry, I clicked on the wrong thing. Hold on. Sorry, I'm fiddling with the controls and I'm paying the price for it, clearly.
2: <laughs> it happens. How else do you learn? Character just checking.
3: Hold on. The, yeah, the... the air looks good, and I really want to show it to you guys, and I can't remember how to deal it. <laughs> oh, there it is. Oh, that's how that works. Okay. Ta da! Can you guys see that?
0: I don't think so.
3: Yeah, where? Nothing happened. <laughs>
0: Our firebird up there, but uh,
3: I know for a fact, I hold on.
1: Now I can zoom right in on the firebird with my map, and he does yeah, look cool. But I want to be able to do it for the,
3: <laughs>
1: for the audience, yeah. Ah, uh, yeah, I like his flower.
0: Wait a moment, is that a fire flower? Nice. <laughs> <laughs> Watch out for some plumbers now. Hmm.
1: Suddenly Hedamar turns and turns into a white and red motif and starts blowing fire everywhere.
4: <laughs>
1: <laughs> when he's a corvum, you should be able to turn into fire.
3: <laughs> <sighs> That's weird. I'm going to need to I think I'm gonna have to complain about that on shard on the Discord server later. Oh, there okay. it is.
2: Oh, there you go. <laughs> Now he gets the young super big Ooh, that, oh, there totally he is. cool. Yep. It's
3: very nice. Sorry about that. Ta da! Mm-hmm. screen. Now you can see that. Cool. <laughs> okay. And I just get rid of it. Alrighty. <clears throat> so, you guys see this. What do you guys do?
0: do? Do you think we can communicate with it?
1: I don't know. He's one of your brothers. You yell caw, whatever.
4: <laughs> hmm.
0: Itamar will step up slightly and call out, "Hello
2: there."
3: No reaction. It doesn't appear to hear you. Um. Only out, option.
2: Yeah, maybe it is not um alive.
3: Nineteen. You're, you look at this creature. It is on its knees, and it's. Trying to grasp at something in the underbrush, only any plant light like it touches burns away. And as with each failed attempt, the creature places its head in its talons and shudders in a way. That suggests this creature is crying.
0: Seems to be looking for something, perhaps a plant of some sort. Um, d- Does anyone know any plants that might be
2: fire resistant? Uh, not off the top of my head, no.
3: Display. They're large trees. tever says, this creature could set fire to the forest, and as you look, you see the grass underneath is smoking, so time is limited. This,
2: this is not good. We need to extinguish the the, the bird somehow.
1: Who us create water? <laughs> no. Nobody? All right. I don't nope. think I do.
4: <laughs>
1: <By> <laughs> well, we should wander up and talk <laughs> to him no. anyway. So, uh, Edamar will go first, and hopefully
0: everyone will uh follow behind yeah. some some <laughs> distance. Yep, yeah, I'll
1: follow.
3: Yeah, uh, I can't uh As you guys are approaching, anything. are you being hostile in any way?
1: Uh, no. no. Unusually no.
3: Okay, ten investigation checks.
1: Okay. Yeah, I'm not
3: 16. going
2: to attack right away. <laughs> ten. Investigation. There it is. Oh, I don't have a great investigation. Oh,
3: not bad. 18. Edwin, Zhao, as you guys look around, you guys spot an overgrown wooden grave marker covered by reeds. The singed, desiccated oh. bush the specter keeps reaching for and matches bushes on either side of it, around which small patches of bluebells grow. Flowers. It's trying to pick flowers.
2: For the grave. Yes. We might offer to um, pick those for them, so they quit touching the the plants.
3: Now, what do you uh, do oh, so?
0: uh, sure. Let's let's do that.
3: Okay. So you guys pick um, a bunch of bluebells, and you somehow catch the creature's attention, and then as you place the bluebells on the um, grave, you see it kind of just collapse inward on itself and vanishes into its em- um, embers.
2: Oh, we actually handled that quite well.
1: So perhaps the just real a... fire was the friends we made along the way.
0: <laughs> Wait, I don't want you to burn. You're too nice.
2: <laughs> uh, again, bridge of the nose, just uh huh, uh huh. <laughs> You know, Edomar does want to uh,
0: have a close look at the uh, the grave, uh, you know, not expecting too much information, but uh, you know, just see if there's a, like a name or date or something like that.
3: No, there's nothing like that, really. It's at the grave.
0: But he will note this and uh, maybe add it to his uh,
1: random collection of useless facts. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. This has made me much more sad
3: than killing the wee flamey beasties. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> and it's on that somber note that you guys proceed onwards. And then before okay. long, the forest gives way to expansive plains of ash dotted with the charred husks of petrified trees. The wind here has a heat to it, and it constantly disturbs the ash and soil. And as it blows, small embers can be seen forming in the disturbed ash, glowing briefly before being swept up and feeding on the wind. This place is clearly unnatural. And as you guys approach, you guys need to locate the creature. Survival checks.
0: Close checks. 12.
3: Survival. Survival. All
0: right.
2: 16. 22.
3: Hold on, my padding. Arriving at the planes. Survival checks. Success. So, you guys are doing some wandering around. And then, suddenly, you see what looks to be a disturbance on the Ashton Plains. Something is moving underneath the thick coating of cinders at frightening speeds. Turning up burning embers on either side of you the music But before vanishing. Something is here. And it has noticed you.
0: Taver, is, is, is this it?
3: Suddenly, a creature resembling a huge, molten snake ricks the ashen surface with incredible force. Its scales are like charcoal, and within its scales, a sinister orange glow issues from its molten core. The same glow can be seen coming from two points in the creature's head, resembling eyes, though so whether or not it uses these to see isn't clear. One second, will I change the map again?
2: Boy. Uh,
0: can't you you oh. So work. it's a s- snake that's all molten and fiery. But when it's above ground, does that make it a lava snake while underground it's a magma snake? <laughs>
3: Them. Dun 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 and let me share it up. Then will you look like a new? Here is, everybody! Hello! Ah.
2: <laughs> Not our friend.
3: <laughs> Hold on! on. No, we can we could maybe make friends.
2: <laughs>
4: maybe. Behold!
3: Be afraid! Be very afraid!
4: <laughs> <laughs>
3: Run actually, to everybody! No!
4: Initiative!
1: <laughs> no. Ooh! Wait, that's wait. What happened? That's somebody else's roll. I did bad. Someone else did good. <laughs> I got
0: a sixteen.
2: <laughs> Sorry, headphones died. Had to swap them out. No problem. Okay. My oh, crap! I can't
3: hear anyone. Now?
2: Ah, there I, I go. Can I hear can hear now. I can hear. I'm like, oh, I can hear again. Oops! I accidentally hit. But did I hit? Oh, I only initiative. got a one That's all I got for initiative <laughs> so oh, <no>. That's
3: what we did anybody But anyways, okay I'm like,
2: what did I do? Oh, I rolled It's just, yeah, it's a one
3: <laughs> Okay, top of the round Tevers up first, let me see what they Can do is uh, oh, gonna wow. fall back a little bit
1: Yes, <laughs> fall back I can entangle it with my mighty sword
3: And then Edamar, you're up Check. Anamar
0: is going to go a little bit
1: to the side over here uh, and uh,
0: attempt to use Vicious Mockery. Wisdom save? Which is a... Uh,
3: hmm?
0: Wisdom save? Uh, uh, yes, uh, 14.
3: 19.
0: Drat. Never mind.
1: You're not very t- adequately insult the snake.
0: You're a big <laughs> danger noodle. Uh, Okay, never mind. <laughs>
3: the ash snake is going to burrow under the ground and one second while I I make a self-check what are you guys' passive perceptions? uh, 13 uh, what is my
2: passive perception is 14
3: okay, it tries to burrow under the ash but it is painfully obvious that you can see it as it starts sneaking its way towards you, Edwin and that's going to be its turn (laughs) because it has to use its an action to burrow underneath so, Edwin, you're up.
1: Okay, I'm just gonna do. No, you're too close. I'm going to. See if I can get its attention somewhere. I'm gonna run over this direction. And attack from the other side. I don't know if I'm gonna be close enough for an opportunity attack. I or think anything. you well, are, so. Okay. Well, if I'm already in range for an opportunity attack, then I'm just going to smack it. Go ahead. While everyone's close, and I'll do other stuff later.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh, first. First hit! Uh, 15.
3: Uh, No, because it is. Bit... Hold on, let me double check something. Okay, now you notice it, so. Okay, yeah, no, then they see it's just that. Alright, yeah, that hits.
1: Okay, so first damage is 11. Okay. With my sword. Then with my axe, 21 for 11.
3: Double 11's, 11, nice.
1: Yeah, 22 total. Okay. And that's me.
2: Okay, I'm going to cast Toll the Dead on it. It needs a wisdom save of 14, please.
1: I would fall back with Zedmar if I were you.
2: (laughs) It rolled a 12, you said? Yes. And it's taken damage now? Yes. Okay. So that's nine damage. I will quickly to a um where is that spell hello hello shield of faith on Edwin cause he's right up there what does that so give gives him plus two on his AC until I lose my concentration or after I think it's ten minutes and then I will go ah, ahead and, nice. and I'm gonna then fall back and kinda get next to our new friend and try and help protect him
3: Okay, top of the round. Covers up. Let's see. He can't really do much just yet, so he's going to hold his spear out and wait. Edamar. <laughs>
0: hmm. I'm going to attempt to cast Bane on it. Uh, okay, Charisma check of uh, 14. Nine.
3: Six. <laughs> <laughs>
4: Huzzah!
1: it's not a very charismatic snake. Uh oh, I, I would figure right. not. <laughs>
0: Right, uh so concentration up to one minute. Whenever a target that fails a saving throw must make an attack roll or saving throw before the spell ends, the target must roll a one, uh, 1d4 one and subtract the number rolled from the attack roll or saving throw.
3: Okay. Ooh, nice. It's now the Ashnik. Oh, wait, is that it? Your turn? Uh,
0: I'll, I'll scoot go a little bit further away. <laughs>
3: okay, it's now the Ashnik's turn. Remind me, what does um the...
1: Shield of Faith, too Faith. Gives me more AC.
2: Yeah, just bumped it up two more. Oh. So All I right think then. he's what seventeen right so now. I'm so to make him nineteen, yeah.
3: Okay. The Ash Makes, Jacob merges from underneath because it was it was still underground, technically speaking. So I'm um, Dexterity is saving throw, Edwin.
1: Ooh. Okay. Where did my Dex go? Dex saving throw. That's a
3: twelve. You're knocked prone. Oh no. And that's its first move. Uh. Da Yeah, that's going to be its turn for the moment. Edwin, you're up. You are not good. Right.
1: Um. Well, all I have to do is use half my movement to get up, and I'm not moving, so.
4: Fine. <laughs> yeah.
1: Uh, he doesn't see. I seem to have him locked down, so it doesn't make sense to do my spell thingy yet, so. Just bashing. Bashy bashy. Dirty 20.
3: Dirty 20 heads. 10 damage Okay
1: And 25 That hits 8
2: damage
3: <laughs> Okay
1: And that's all I can do Now
2: <laughs> Oh my gosh Well since you're hitting so good uh, Well I'm going to try Toll the Dead again on him
3: With him save? Uh yep Six
2: Yay, so that is seven damage.
3: Okay. This thing is
2: looking beat up. I don't think anybody has been hurt yet, and I've already got a concentration spell up, so I am good to go for right now. I'm just gonna stay and hold my ground.
3: Taver is going to throw his spear. And that's a dirty twenty and that hits. Wow.
4: Wow. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Four piercing damage, and that's it's turn. Edomar, you're up.
0: All right, so it's visible. I'm going to cast Chorus Cor- of Scythes, uh, which is a plus six to hit, so I'll go ahead, cast that, and 22 to hit.
3: Oh my god, <laughs> go ahead.
4: <laughs>
0: For 14 damage.
3: Your Scythes go ringing out towards the thing, and you rip into it, and it is dead.
4: Yo!
3: No. <laughs> oh, well. Uh, and that right so... as this thing is slain, the earth shakes, nearly Uh-oh. knocking you and your companions from your feet. All around you, um, the ash snakes erupt through moun- uh, mounds of ash. Uh, as it... You kill it, a m- more powerful tremor shakes your bodies. Um... And then to the north, many miles away, something gigantic rises from a bed of cinders. First a hill, then a small mountain, releasing a plume of ash that blocks out the sun. As the dust clouds settle, you see a huge creature made of craggy black rock and pulsing orange magma. It bellows a guttural sound, unlike anything you guys have ever heard before, and begins to march towards your position. And he
2: killed its baby! Oh, Tevor no. will
3: scream and start
2: running.
1: <laughs>
3: oh, huh. no.
1: I didn't think this could be the monster everyone was on about.
3: Mm-hmm. And, um... <laughs> yeah. Are you guys going to run?
0: Uh, uh, Edwin, Do you think you, you, think
2: you
3: <laughs> could slay that?
1: Uh, uh. Uh, I could slay its toe.
2: <laughs> maybe we should run. Uh, and regroup with uh, more people.
1: <laughs> that might be
2: wise.
3: I feel we might need the siege engines. Mm. So <laughs> strength or athletics checks to start running, gang. Okay. Hmm. Oh,
4: just
0: athletics better by strength. <laughs> uh, I got 11. <laughs> athletics Where's my athletics is
3: 24.
2: I'll do a that
3: X-14. <laughs> okay, you all start running, but Edamar, as you, you're the last one b- behind, you're in the, you're in last place of this little race, I guess you could say, and this thing seems to notice you in particular. So, as you guys oh, start no. running to the forest, give me more, um, Dexterity saving throws.
2: Oh, God. <laughs> Five. <laughs> Now we start rolling badly. (laughs) No, one did
4: good.
3: (laughs) As you guys are running, this thing starts throwing flaming boulders at you guys. Edwin and Zhao, you take 10 fire damage. Oof. Ow. And then one more round dexterity saving throw from all of you.
2: 17. Ow.
0: 23.
3: Edwin, you take 13 fire damage. And then, at the end of this, you guys finally lose sight of the creature. Looking back, you all see an ominous red glow through the trees, and a plume of thick smoke rising up over the horizon. But yeah, this thing appears to be staying away from... Or rather, I guess I just say, not staying away from, but it appears to be staying in the scorched grove. But yeah, you guys can return all to heart now at this point.
2: Now that we have more information on what we're dealing with
0: (laughs) Well, I guess it's at least good that it's staying there Um, It does make uh, dealing with the whole Scorched Grove a lot more
1: complicated Yeah So back to the council (laughs)
2: Yes (laughs) Meeting with the council right away We'll
3: just do a smash cut back to (laughs) Elderheart So we have good news and bad news.
2: <laughs>
3: all right, so Smash cuts past all that. So the council hears all of this and there is sadness, anger, concern, confusion. There have been plenty of elementals in and around the wood, but nothing like this. And then one of the council members will mention that she wants her tales of an elemental creature of great size and power called an, called an aspect of fire but I dearly hope this is not the pup monster we face. Another council member will say that the first roll battle is no one enemy, and the Dean of the Avium should know something about this, maybe. Council Speaker Beecher will agree, and state that should the Dean be unable to assist the party, the Ovium is still home to the largest library in the wood, and its tones may be the best chance of finding answers. So the council wants to find out more information about this creature. In the meantime, they're also going to rally the Perch art in case Alderheart should come under Earth fits. And you guys can see massive plumes of smoke from the blaze that can even be seen from Alderheart's campy. So, yeah, there's going to be a um, lot of things to go on. Tever did come back with you guys safely, though, so thank goodness, and he will be heading up efforts to help quell the forest fires, along with Havel. And on that note, um, yeah, there's going to be a lot of support for the party and for the tenders for helping deal with this. On that note, you guys are being given a reward. To help you prepare for what's coming ahead, the council is giving you what's basically a gift card worth 500 GP. through that okay. you can use at separate stores or it's all in the same place, so there's that. In addition to this, um... The tenders are also going to give you a reward. A feathered helmet. Um, Let's see if Tever survives, so you guys get that version. So, um, one second while I put it into the thing for you. Save. Save. Grant. Okay, it should be in shared treasure, so one of you guys can pick whoever wants it.
1: Oh, Helm of the Gallus. Hmm.
0: The helm itself is a simple leather, hide, scale, or plate, but the magic imbued into it comes from the feather. The birdfolk races of Hummel would consider the giving of a feather to be one of the highest honors one can bestow. It represents an eternal bond or deep appreciation. The helm has three charges that, while wearing it, you can use to activate its abilities. The helm has different properties based on the race of the birdfolk who gifted the feather. Gallus provides you could use a charge to cast Bless and two charges to cast
1: Aid. Nice. that sounds like something for the healer
2: that would probably be me then (laughs) if you guys agree
0: yes plus I'm also uh, kind of out of uh, attunement slots so
2: (laughs) okay I'll go ahead and claim that I think I have attunement slots left because I think I'm only attuned to one thing and that's my brooch so
3: okay um, are you guys going to spend the, uh, the, um, 500 GP on anything in particular?
0: Now, is this, uh, is this is 500 for, uh, the whole group, yes?
3: Mm-hmm. It's one big well, gift card, uh, basically. <laughs> well,
0: is there anything that's going to help our general survival, uh, for running into something like this in the future? Or maybe we can just buy a catapult? Yes.
1: Unless we can buy anything particularly fire resistant Hmm, that's a good question
2: Yeah, anything fire resistant that we could get Like potions even of fire resistance if they have those Something of that nature
3: Well, I will remind you that you are spinning a wheel technically speaking, but there is potions of resistance at this install?
0: Yes. I already picked one up. Are those uh, just general resistance, or to a particular element? I forgot to note
1: it's, that.
3: It's uh, general you resistance. You roll a d10, don't yeah. You? Pretty much.
1: So you have a one in ten chance of getting what we need. <laughs> Excellent.
3: <Next point. laughs> or if well, you, want, uh, you guys! Oh, ki- look you guys save it if you want for later. Yeah, we
2: it? might yeah. And say so if we could get potions of fire resistance, that would be awesome, just because then we could take those and uh, so go in when save... we're gonna battle. But yeah, we'll see. For now. For now.
4: I yeah. can't
1: think of anything we particularly need that we didn't spend all of our gold on last time. Okay. Yeah.
4: <laughs>
3: Alrighty. So you guys save the credit for later. <laughs> and knowing that Apparently, there's going to be a journey ahead of you towards the Avium, the library, to figure out more about this and whether or not the creature you face really is this legendary aspect of fire. That is where we end today's session, and that is the end of Part 3 of Humblewood's Adventure in the Wood. Many Stories, Many Games is a tabletop variety show. The Humblewood miniseries is a D&D 5e campaign using the Humblewood setting created by Hippolyte Press. The music and sound effects used come from Monument Studios and were paid for personal usage. We play on a short tabletop VTT and the podcast is powered by Anchor. Thanks for listening!